Hello and welcome to another episode of Strike, the MCU podcast with a British twist. As always, I'm your host P-Dubs, and let's get straight into it. We're joined by the whole team tonight, so firstly, let's welcome back the two missing members of the team from last time, Craig Lucas. Well, hello there, baby. Joshua Riley. Hello. And the ever-steady right-hand man, Tony Bofton. Good evening. Ooh, that was sinister. <laughs> Sexy. I'm smoking for the Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred Hancock, more like. <laughs> oh. and you haven't even heard what was going on before we started recording. Oh God. <laughs> so let's, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the episode and. I do just want to say thank you to, first of all, Michael Nathanson for joining us on the last episode. Uh, great interview, lovely guy. Couldn't have asked for better for our first Marvel guest. Um, just a wonderful interview, great insight into not just the Marvel stuff, but his career, working with directors and, and all sorts of things, and, and his writing experience as well. Uh, and also, I'd, I'd like to thank our listeners um it's become our biggest episode ever uh our first to to cross over the the 500 download mark um so we're very very proud of that episode and and hopefully there'll be more to come uh down the line hopefully arrange some more interviews maybe some some press stuff along the way as well so thank you guys and and tony as well for for joining me on that that interview no problem really enjoyed it it was a blast last time so, he's uh, he's very he's very vocal, isn't he, on Twitter? He's very interactive. <laughs> so if you've listened to the, that episode and you've enjoyed it, just go and tell him, and he'll he'll strike up a conversation with you. He's he's cracking. He's a yeah. really nice fella. And as we said on the on the episode, it literally was just a a quick conversation on Twitter that that caused the the interview. So we're very very happy and, and very proud, I think, to to have managed to get someone. Of his stature onto the onto the show. So tonight we've talked a little bit about the Fox deal previously, but I think we really want to look into to what it's going to cause for for the MCU and 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 where things are going with the the additions of these <coughs> new characters. So we've actually decided we're going to do our own fan casting for for some of the characters that are coming in. We're going to look at the X-Men at some point, uh, not this episode, it'll probably be next month we'll look at the X-Men because we've got kind of something else we want to look at regarding the X-Men as well that I know, Craig, you've already started doing your research on uh, with the X-Men episode. I've, I'm too, yeah, and I'm two movies into rewatching oh, the X-Men movies. Oh, he's shot almost. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's... <laughs> I've got better memory. I've got. I'm enjoying it better than what I remember. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, uh, as Craig's saying, he, we are going to rewatch certainly the first X Men, and we're going to kind of do like a little look back at, at what those films have brought and and what they will now introduce to the to the MCU and possibly what influenced the MCU. We know Kevin Feige, the head of, of Marvel Studios, did work on some of those films back then so we know there's, there's certainly the same kind of influence so so next month we'll look at that we know we've got Black Panther next month as well so we'll, we'll be looking at that as well 
But for tonight, we are actually going to do our own fan casting of the Fantastic Four. Um, now they are returning to the fold. Um, obviously, the, the, the three films they've done, we've, we've just been discussing this off air. That The first one was okay for its time. It wasn't kind of up to the standards of the X-Men movies. Second one was a bit... Uh, they used characters that everybody wanted to see but didn't really use them to their full potential. And the, the latest reboot obviously failed miserably. Um, and is part of the reason why Fox is being sold to Disney. Um, so we're going to look at the, the actors that we would like to see play those those characters that we've seen on, on those previous movies. So I'm going to start, we're going to do a bit of a round table. I'm going to pass it on to, to the first person. Craig, I know you're not completely au fait with the Fantastic Four, uh, other than what we've just been talking about. Um, I've literally just got it up now on IMDb, and I can't believe Captain America's in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so mentioning that's, that's that, obviously, usual day, yeah, obviously mentioning that, we will start with with Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, and who who we'd like to play in those roles. So, so Josh, I'm going to start with you for this one. Right. Well, as we've we've discussed this off air, I had about like. 20 different actors for like, <laughs> each friggin' character. But I've managed to whittle it down as as we all decided, and I've gone for Patrick Dempsey. Now, just for Craig, because oh. I know you definitely don't know who this is, have you seen Grey's Anatomy? Um, no. Okay, he's basically <laughs> the eye candy in the first couple of series. I'm going to The what? He's in Stream 3 as the copper. Yeah, um, he's in... I've got him up on IMDb now, yeah. Yeah, he's in uh, Transformers, Dark of the Moon as well. Um, But I look at him and the character on Grey's Anatomy, he's basically very good in his field, but you also see like the vulnerability of him as well. And I I look at that and I thought of um, Joan Griffith from the original Fantastic Four films and I thought... That's what he was like, and I really liked that character originally, so I thought, if they're going for someone completely new, I'd like to see that, because I like that character, but if they definitely want a new face, I'd go with him. But I want Yoan Griffith back, I'm just saying, because I love him. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Right, Tony, your your pick for Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, right, just bear with me a second, I'm going to pull up my notes. (laughs) Yeah, well, I get a bit like Josh. For this one character, I did, I did have a couple of flip flops of this on. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the one I, I threw away was actually somebody who's been the MC before. Is Ben Barnes? Ooh, as Reed, but I also thought he might have been able to play Doom, so that's why I sort of kicked him out because I got an either or. So I'm actually going to go with Tom Ellis, who plays Lucifer. Yeah, I can say that. Oh, for, yeah, from yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got that. I I could buy him as a scientist on screen. He's got that sort of look about him that he could he could play good guy or bad guy quite easily. I think so. Mm. He's yeah. he's got the looks enough to get people in to watch him. Yeah, he's, he's he, very he was the boyfriend in uh, Miranda. He was. Yes, that's him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd an- like and him. Another yeah. British actor playing a su- superhero. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. Nice one, Tony. I like that. Yeah. So, to move so on to... So, bye-bye, Ben, we're going with Tom. <laughs> right. So, going on, on to, to my choice, and this is going to tie into the next character as well. Um, and I know there was a big furore when they cast Johnny as 
as an African-American in the last one. Um, I'm going to go down a similar vein with this one, and my pick's actually Will Smith. Ooh, I ah, actually, actually think he would make a great... I, and and I know he's obviously he's in the DC Extended Universe at the moment. How long that's going to last, we don't know. Um, I know mm. he's meant to be in Suicide mm. Squad 2, but how long that character's <coughs> going to be around, I don't know. Um, so, and that, as I said, it ties into it, to my next one as well for, for Sue Storm. And I've actually picked Margot Robbie. Because I think they've got a great chemistry together. Well, that's just all of my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the same. Well, there we go. Great minds think alike. I got Margot Robbie as well. <laughs> I got Margot as well, indeed. So, uh, yeah. and I, I just know, think I, they've I got a great to, chemistry. I, yeah. yeah, no, I'd agree with that. What the thing is, Margot Robbie is now, like, she, she people look at her and go, that is Harley Quinn. Like, uh, like facially and, you know, form-wise and stuff. Mm. But I, I cannot see her walking away from Harley Quinn anytime soon. I, I just really don't can't. know how long this version of the... The DC Extended Universe is going to last. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't either. Yeah. But I really think that she, if they say they completely did away with all the films that they've done so far, but kept the actors, like, well, actors that wanted to stay on, I think she'd be one of them that'd stay on yeah. for Harley Quinn. I yeah, think she would. I'm, sh- I'm sure she would. I agree but... with Paul's thinking though, in terms of the chemistry, because that was they'd done two films already. I think yeah, together. they did, they did yeah. focus together. Focus as well. and Suicide Squad. Sorry. Focus, yeah, and yeah. Suicide Squad, yeah. I'm, I, as you're saying these names, I'm typing them in and I'm going, oh, <laughs> so that's who it is. But yeah, I could see Will Smith, definitely. I could, actually, uh, yeah. I adore Will Smith. He's one of my, yeah. he's in my top ten. He's in my top five all-time actors and I think he's of been our treated, generation. He's been treated quite badly in recent years. Um Definitely. Through some yeah. of his choices, yeah, I mean, he's made got... some bad choices. But I also don't I mean, think some of them have been that bad. Has anyone watched Bright? Not yet. I've watched it. I watched a bit of it and I didn't really like it, but I mean, let's be honest, his, brill- his really good films were quite fairly early on in his acting career, you've got to admit, though. Recently Bright on a little bit down. Is, um, it's a. It's a it's it's a different take on everything, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you've got to stick with it. I really enjoyed that movie, and I was listening to the Real Fans <clears throat> for Real Movies podcast today, and it's universally either slated or loved. It's one of them films it divides yeah, people. Split one, yeah. But they've already it signed up for number two. Oh um, well. And it's created a whole new universe, basically, where fairies and goblins and friggin' yeah. witchcraft and everything all lives in modern day, the world. Mm, I enjoyed like. Bright. I thought it was very good, actually. Yeah, mm. so it's got a lot of scope. Because you could be going back to the where the wars were, the big wars that you mention mm. in it, and there's loads they could do with it. It's brilliant. I loved yeah. it. Mm. And, and Will's no stranger to genre films. I mean... They've not always been great. I mean, things like I Am Legend wasn't perfect, but again, he played a scientist in that, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. So so he's yeah. done that sort of role before. And he's also done the superhero mm. thing with Hancock. Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. That's funny. Tracking so, film, now. <laughs> hey, at all. So, so that's obviously mine and Tony's 
take on Sue Storm as well. We've we discussed Margot. Josh, what about your your Sue right, Storm? Mine is is based on the fact that Ryan Reynolds could be part of the MCU now. Blake Lively. Ah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It, it, it is mostly because of him because they will get so many jokes out of it. <laughs> like, like he basically, he might turn up on screen with Sue Storm and go, Blake? Like, it's, like genuinely confused as to why she's mm. there. But, um, I, I just, I just think she's like around the right age. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and she'll, she's actually sort of the right age for the, the person I'm gonna pick as Johnny, Human Torch. Like, because they're supposed to be brother and sister or they could even be twins or whatever. Mm. But, um, I think she'd be like, she's not too young. Like, if they were to go for my Mr. Fantastic, um, she's not like that much younger that it's a weird age gap between mm. them. But it's sort of okay still. It's not massive. That's, yeah. that's why I went mm, for interesting. it. So, interesting. As, I think, as, oh, d- just going back to Margaret, Margaret for a minute, I was going to say, I definitely see her. In that, that long blonde hair and that jumpsuit and, and doing the all invisible yeah. girl thing. I mean, but like Josh said, whether it'd be a realistic casting, I don't know whether being locked in, but I mean, they do switch between them, so. Mm, true. She hasn't worked for a while, has she, Bleak Lively? No. What's she's, happened there? She's had two kids. Honest, she's actually bringing up her kids or something yeah. really, isn't she? Ah, good on her, yeah. Okay. So she looks like she's getting back into work now anyway, she's got three projects on the go. Yeah. Good on it. All so, right, go ahead. So as Josh <laughs> mentioned, obviously Johnny Storm, the, the brother of Sue. Tony, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Right, yeah. Now, this one, I'm trying to come up with some actor who's got some sort of decent physical prowess or, or looks like he could be menacing on screen, but getting sold off it. And I actually went for... As with most of my choices, I've gone back to television, and I've gone for somebody from Stranger Things. And I've gone for David Harbour, who, of course, is going to be, I believe, Hellboy in the next Hellboy movie. Yeah. So he's already got previous of sticking on the latex suit. Yeah. Um, well, well we, were, him we were talking about Johnny Storm, actually. As Tony's. Ben. Yes, as Ben, obviously. Oh, sorry. I'm, yeah, you're skipping ahead. I've, I've, I've jumped ahead. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. stick with that. That's I'm fine. That's not a problem. Um, so yeah, David Harbour yeah. is, is the thing. Yeah. Okay. Dick and okay. only, he, he, he's a good pick. I, I could go with that, but. Yeah. I've got a better one. Oh, go on. Well, we'll let, let you be. go ahead. It's gotta be Dwayne Johnson, surely. Hmm, <laughs> 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 how did he know he was gonna say that? <laughs> He's basically made out of rock anyway. Yeah. And I have to be honest, that, that was who I'd written down <laughs> before I spoke to Craig this morning. Um, oh. So I've had to change mine, and I'm sticking with the same genre. I'm going to stick with a wrestler. I'm going to go with John Cena. Oh. Ah. Everyone's going for, like, massive people. Mine is really out there. Because I was talking to my dad about it, and I was saying, I was saying to him, I've got to pick... One person out of all the people that I've picked for the thing, what do you You've got them so, the Jamie Bell route, haven't you? <laughs> no, no, well, not massively, but I originally, I really wanted Michael Chiklis back, 
because I thought yeah. it was brilliant as the thing. So then I had Terry Crews. I then had Bruce Willis. Bruce yeah. Willis would work. Yeah. But then yeah. I thought, hang on, he's getting on a little bit. No offence to him, he's still an okay actor, but he, he could be dead after the first maybe. <laughs> could be dead. He's got Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> maybe rest in peace. Um, but then I had the same conversation with me. Moments you said, is it going to be someone in a suit like in the uh, original Fantastic Four films? Or is it going to be like what they have in the really shit one, which is like mocap and all that? So I said, I've got no idea, but what would you say for either? So my mum said, well, if it was someone in a suit, it'd have to be someone quite built. So that's, like, she was saying like Bruce Willis, Teddy Cruz, whatever. But then she said, this is going back to TV like Tony's been doing. Alex O'Loughlin from Hawaii Five-0. Ah, interesting. Because Again. Because... Before he turns into the big rock monster, the thing, he's a bit of eye candy for whoever comes to see the film. But then I think because he's actually quite built, like physically as well. Mm, yeah, from he that show. Or the mocap as well. Mm. That's why I went for him. And because. Yeah, I suppose a lot would depend if you're going down a mocap route with it or you're going back to sort of Basics, a man yeah. in a rubber suit. Yeah. yeah. So I've sort of got two, but me. Preference is now Alex O'Loughlin from yeah. uh, Fargo. Yeah. Apologies there, guys. I sh- I've now got a ruler to follow my list, so I can know I'm in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Let's move on to Johnny Storm now, uh, and I'll pick up the first one. And and I sort of went down the same line as as Chris Evans when he first played the role, kind of someone that had a bit of a reputation, maybe as a a ladies' <coughs> man, as kind of mm. the eye candy but then kind of progressed yeah. his, his role style and I'm I'm going to pick Zac Efron oh my ex- god you've t- oh, oh my god you've had oh. Oh. you've why done not the same twice why is he not in the MCU oh my god mm. oh see I, I said him because I was watching um Baywatch oh, musical and I no Baywatch come on <laughs> Music. And no, it's not brilliant, but I was watching that and I thought, hmm, he's quite funny. He's 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 a bit of a like a bit of eye candy. So that's why I went for him. And I thought, you know what? He'd actually be able to like banter with Tom Holland because they're supposed to have that in the comics, aren't yeah. they? Like they banter mm. each other and like they hate each other, but they love each other. But I only had two suggestions for Johnny because I knew exactly who I wanted. But then this little fella popped into my mind. I had Dylan O'Brien. Yep, who was who second was choice for Spider-Man. Who was supposed to be getting the Spider-Man. Yeah. That's Where do I, I know him from? Him. Well, uh, Where do I know the name from? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. See, I wanted him purely on the fact that he was supposed to be Spider-Man. That's why him and Tom Holland could banter off each other. Because yeah. I should have had your job. You should have had my job. Or whatever. And I think they'd be really good mates, but they were my two. But it's Zach Efron mainly because he'd be he's around the same age as Blake Lively, who's my Sue Storm. I'm yeah. going very logical on this. Yeah, definitely see that. And and Tony, your your pick for for Johnny. Yeah, once more, I'm basically other than Margot, I've gone pretty much down the route of bringing TV actors into into a big budget movie. 
Um, and for this one, I've gone to Bates Motel. Oh. And a guy called Max Stereo. Yeah. Why do I know that name? I've he play, he played um, Norman's brother. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. And he the the part he plays in that he's sort of quite edgy and he's sort of skirting the wrong side of the law. And he's got that sort of look about him where he could play, I think, play off some comedy, but he's also got a little bit more like the rebooted version, a little bit a little bit serious when he wanted to be. Yeah. Ooh, there's uh, there's this sort of and also I think if with my cat and Margo, I think age wise you could buy them being brother and sister, I think. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can definitely, like definitely see that. So there's one, only one more character that that we really need to talk about when it comes to the Fantastic Four when you when you're starting out. And and that's their their nemesis, the the big man that everybody wants in the MCU. And that's obviously Victor Von Doom. Um Josh, I'll, I'll pass this one Victor Von who now? <laughs> Doctor Doom. <laughs> okay, ah. so I was re- recently doing... See if you can guess just by me giving you a little hint here. I was recently doing a Bond rerun. Recently. Mm. Uh, and it is someone who was a villain. And I finally got round to watching Spectre again. You're going to Christoph Waltz. I've gone for Christoph Waltz. Ah. I want his accent from Spectre. Because Victor Von Doom, although he is supposed to be American but born in Lafayette and didn't spend long there as a child, um, Mm. I'd still like him to have an accent. Because that's that's me one tiniest little gripe with the original Doctor Doom from uh, the original Fantastic Four. I'd really like Christoph Waltz. I I did have Zachary Quinto on hand, but I was like, no, it's got to be someone a little bit older, and even though he's quite small, menacing. Mm. Yeah, definitely say that. And moving on to Tony for his choice of Doctor Doom. Right, yeah, so again, I've plumbed the depths of recent TV shows. Um, I did have a couple of choices for this. The first one was a guy from Blood Drive called Colin Cunningham. Yeah. It was actually in Stargate. But I've actually gone, because he can do the menace quite well, another Bates Motel actor, I've gone for Nestor Carbonell. Yes. Very similar. Both of them have a very similar look. Yeah, yeah. I, I could picture them both with that sort of, that black hair and that, that striking menacing bit before they become Victor. And I can actually see them both doing the job behind the mask as well when they need to. Yeah. But yeah, I've gone for Nestor in the end. So I'm I'm going fairly different. I'm I'm going for the big Hollywood star, ah. and, and my team seems to have have been a more experienced team than some of you guys. And I look down the same line as kind of Michael Keaton that we'd never seen him kind of play that villain role. Um, and it's someone that I've always wanted to see play a villain. And and I'm going with Tom Hanks. Oh, oh, interesting. I, I'd I love like to that. see him play that ro- that kind of menacing villain role that he's never really done. He's always kind of been the good guy. And and mm. I would love to see him do something like this. Like yeah. a box of chocolates. You just imagine yeah. that there with the green hoodie on, just offering Reed Richards a box of chocolates, and you're like, yeah. ah, I get that. Because it's interesting you should say that, Paul, because the closest I've seen him come to an on-screen villain was the... Um, 
the thing that ended up being dumped on Netflix at the back end of last year called The Circle. Yes. Where he played a kind of a villainous role in that. He played this sort of IT guy, uh, this big sort of Bill Gates type, and, and he sort of is... His methodology is, is a little bit on the nefarious side. That's, that's the closest I've seen him coming to an on-screen villain. Yeah. And sadly, nobody went to see it because it wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was just my thought. I I quite like the ah. route they're going down with kind of that that person that you've always seen as the as the good guy, kind of coming in as a as a villain. Mm. Um, and while sticking with kind of and. When we get onto the X-Men, you'll see that my X-Men team that I, I started working on is very inexperienced. Um, so I've kind of gone one team really, really experienced, and then the other completely not. Um, so, so I think, I think that wraps that up, um, for our teams. Um, everybody very different. A couple that we crossed over, obviously, me and Tony crossed over on one, and me and Josh crossed over on one. Um, but, Eight minds think I like. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've got. I think they're all great picks. I don't think anybody picks anybody bad. I could see everybody in those mm. roles. Yeah. So, yeah, especially that, that Tom Hanks. Now you've said it. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, I think we are going to sign off. As I said at the top of the show, thank you for listening. Come and join us on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Josh, I know you're still posting stuff over on Instagram for us. Yeah, minor upgrade coming tomorrow, just saying. So, new underpants. Craig, I believe you're recording uh, and everybody's got one soon? Yeah, tomorrow night, yeah. Going to rip the shit out of Lee Mallaby for an hour. We had had a great guest on Dis After Stark earlier in the week, Curious Axel, uh, Disneyland Paris correspondent for the night. Um, and there's a special guest on Universal After Dark this week as well. So go and check all of those out. And, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. I'm not, I don't think it'll be the Black Panther review first next month. That'll probably be towards the end of the month. Give everybody a couple of weeks to see it. So we'll be back with another show doing something different. As I said, we, we might do the X-Men episode or it might be something else if something massive comes up that we want to talk about. Um, but at the moment it'll probably be be that X-Men episode so thank you guys for joining me again and we'll be back in a couple of weeks adios senoritas buongiorno au revoir out of a dirty this podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network